Welcome to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. Travel First with me, Alex First, and joining me again, we had part one of the Norwegian Jewel 19 day cruise. Now we've got part two. Chris Coleman, g'day. G'day there, Alex, and let's talk about getting on board a cruise ship because. If you think about it, you're talking here about getting, in the case of the Norwegian Jewel, I've checked it out, 2,376 passengers on board. It's going to take time. That is something like four A380 double-deck jumbo jets at full capacity. So it takes time. So it takes a large part of the day. We did something that we'd never done before for a cruise. We dropped our bags at the check-in opening time. And went off. We met up with a friend uh, for lunch on shore in Sydney. There's plenty of places to eat in and around Darling Harbour, so we wandered off, found lunch. We sat there, we had a couple of sherbets, we chatted away, uh, spent the afternoon quite pleasantly. I wandered back down about an hour before the final boarding time, and lo and behold, nobody waiting. So we were able to get on board, and we were on within minutes. Here's a quick tip. If you like a drop of wine, now they do sell wine on board cruise ships, the, 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 the policies vary from cruise line to cruise line. Norwegian lines have a good deal. You do have to pay the corkage, $15 US corkage per bottle, which sounds a little bit pricey and compared to what you pay in a restaurant. It is pricey. But if you're talking about premium wine, it actually, which we were, it actually meant that those wines were cheaper for us to bring on board than to buy on board. Having said that, we then bought the wine package on board, which meant we'd also save further money on wine. Uh, but not every wine offered on board is a part of that wine package. But it is certainly something to think about on the way on board. Isn't it good for me, who doesn't drink? It's fantastic. I'm sure the, <laughs> I'm sure the water on board is fantastic. There's plenty of water on board and water, water everywhere, and some of it you can drink. Now, what about, what about as a vessel? I mean, we're talking about a, a ship that presumably has been built in recent years. What's the technology like on board? 2005 is when the Norwegian Jewel was uh, launched. It's been through a refit. They've, they've, they've moved with the times, the technology on board. We had, and this is something that I, I think every hotel in the world should make sure they have this for their TV sets. You can load up a USB stick with videos and movies of your own for, of your own choosing and you can plug it into the TV on board. I've stayed at luxury hotels where you can't do that and, and that is a, a major frustration I understand that hotels like to make money out of the movies on board, but NCL, they actually let you plug the stick in so you can watch your own, uh, your own choice of TV shows or your own choice of media off a USB stick. Having said that, an array of movies on board as well, as, as per a hotel. They have an onboard app, which once you get around the, the initial clunky connection process, you can use your smartphone on board and find out what's going on. It gives you the itinerary and the planned activities for the ship. It tells you what's happening. Although that is only selected highlights, you are better off going via the Freestyle Daily Newsletter that comes out. Uh, that only also shows you generally 24 hours ahead. We got delayed. There was a medical emergency where they actually had to airlift somebody off the ship, so the ship had to turn around a little bit, and we lost eight or nine hours on our way into Darwin. The, the travel times and so on weren't updated on the app. So that's still relatively new. One thing it's very, very good for, though, is keeping track of your onboard account. You make a purchase and it's instantly on there because the ship is effectively cashless, except for the casino. You don't pay for anything at the time. It goes onto your onboard account and your account gets settled as you leave the ship. What about technology with regards to the internet, for example? All of that free or not? Or oh, no. No, it's pricey. It is always pricey on board a cruise ship because there is still not a lot of satellite 
dedicated satellite internet uh, bandwidth available. So the cruise lines do charge for it. I suspect they charge more than they have to. I want to compare this to an aircraft because these days when you get on board certain jets, you can get either free internet or internet to a certain amount, you know, a number of gig for free and then you have to pay for it. So there's nothing like that on board the Norwegian Jewel. Nothing free and as far as I'm aware, nothing free on on most cruise lines uh, at this stage. And I think that's just a case of the technology hasn't hasn't kept up on the cruise ships uh, as it has on, on board airlines. I'm somebody who loves to be next to technology whenever whenever I'm awake. And it drives me crazy when I can't get close to it, especially because I'm a, a news hound and, I, and a sports hound and I love, love my telephone, uh, you know, my, my mobile phone. How do we ever exist without it? When you're on a cruise, it's a different experience. So did you miss it or not? Uh, I didn't, mainly because uh, we, had an op- we had options of... Uh, there was CNN, there was uh, Fox News from the US, there was the Australian International News Channel, uh, the BBC World News Channel were available via the TV in the room or in, in various bars around the place. So that- that's, that's live TV or not? Live TV, live TV and free of charge. If you wanted to subscribe for a, an internet package, 75 cents a minute US for... Casual use, it's about a dollar Australian per minute. There, but there were cheaper packages ranging up to, say, for about 250 minutes, so for four hours, use about $100, uh, plus an activation fee, which I think was 4 or $5. Uh, I didn't do it. I didn't feel that I needed it because I was actually on the cruise to, funnily enough, get away from a lot of things. You're listening to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. One thing they do have, and I'm not sure how many more cruise lines this is on, but there is now a global sport channel on TV, so I was able to watch the Champions League where, when Tottenham were playing while I was on board the ship. Uh, so, and again, that was live, and that had a, 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 depending on when you were on, apparently it shows American football during uh, American football season, it shows the European soccer, it was showing the 2020 cricket from Australia and other parts of the world as well, so it really did cater to a global audience. So one other question for you with regards to what you buy, what you don't buy, was there anything on your $370 a day, 19-day excursion that you would have liked to have had included that wasn't included, that you had to pay for? I'd I'd like to see, even if it was just a 10-minute deal a day or something, I'd like to see some internet on there. I think the world's moved to that point. Uh, Mm. And and that was where I was leading to, was I I think you need to have that these days. Uh, And while we could have purchased an alcohol drink package uh, or had we bought a different deal, we could have had one of those included. Uh, For mine... Just the idea of being able to have, say, include a drink a day or something on that package, I think would actually lure people as a part of your basic, uh, what you pay for or your basic inclusions. I think that would actually lure people into doing more and spending more money. So, a great idea. And I and I often you've gone along to functions where one drink's included and people then buy a second and a third. So yeah, you make a very very good point. Because this was the Norwegian Jewel, the 19 day cruise that you and your wife took. So. Overall, you'd recommend it as an experience? Look, I, I would. A couple of things that I found compared to other cruise lines, I, I won't go through various other cruise lines now, but c- compared to other cruise lines, I found that the, the crowd management at times wasn't quite up to the standard that some of the cruise lines had set. The, all the regular stuff, so your bingo, your casino tournaments, all those things, they're all on board, but... Some of the other things, too, didn't happen the way they should have. There was supposed to be a blind wine tasting. It was cancelled with no announcement. Uh, and a session I was really looking forward to, a beer and whiskey t- a pairing session, was advertised. In fact, it was advertised twice. I was one of four passengers who turned up for it, ready to pay 20 bucks US to do it. 
But it, the, the bar staff said, no, they have to be five. So it got cancelled. Now, they did give us a free glass of whiskey on that occasion. But it would have been nice to, to, to just know those things uh, in advance. Uh, medically, there was a flu going around. Uh, and unfortunately, my wife came down with it and was confined to quarters for 24 hours. Can I say, this is where travel insurance comes in handy. Ours came, without, came, came via our credit card with American Express. The bill for one visit to the doctor, one course of antibiotics, uh, a, a half-hour session on a nebulizer, and a couple of other very small-ticket items came to 855 American, which is about 1,200 Australian. And our travel insurance covered 1,000 of that and paid us back within 24 hours of getting back on shore. Wow. It's not cheap. It is not cheap. You are subjected effectively to the American medical system, so I will say that whoever you're going with, and this isn't just a cruise ship uh, thing, Alex, as you'd be aware, illness can strike anywhere. I came down with tonsillitis in Las Vegas a few years back when it was 42 degrees. It's not fun being sick overseas. Having travel insurance is going to help you out. Uh, you, you, cannot, you cannot pay too much for travel insurance in my book. Well, it's interesting you mention this because I recently was in Norwegian-type countries and Iceland, and I had an experience with an airline whereby basically one airline was delayed, which meant that we missed our on-flight. In fact, it was cancelled. And we had to claim through travel insurance. And I discovered something new. Have you heard of Travel Card? I hadn't. And I went through a broker, and the broker mentioned Travel Card to me. They were fabulous. We lost a thousand bucks and claimed it straight back, rang them from overseas, and had no issues whatsoever. Much cheaper than traditional forms of travel insurance. So, again, I paid for it like anybody else would. I investigated ahead of time, and I've usually done one cover. I've been very happy with one cover. But travel card was much cheaper and offered just as much. So just a small tip. You mentioned in there that you went through a broker. I can't recommend that enough either. I think if you're looking for, for insurance for travel purposes, always chat to an insurance broker. They'll know what's what, and there are specialist travel insurance brokers around. Uh, as I said, ours came through our credit card. I have a high-level American Express card, which includes travel insurance, and this is the second time we've had to make a claim on it. And just to give you an indication on how well the process was, we got home, I put the claim in online 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. The money was in my bank by 4 o'clock Thursday afternoon. Gee, that is incredibly impressive. I, and I should also say the travel card, you can do it either personally or professionally. When I say that, some people travel for work. And if you are going to do it professionally, you have to do it through a broker. You can't go direct. Whereas if you're going to do it personally, my understanding is you can buy it directly from Travel Card. Absolutely. Alex, we've got to talk about restaurants. We'll have to do that next time, hey? Good on you. Why don't we do that? You've been talking with Chris Coleman and Alex First, and this is Travel First. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.